0: Tennis Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast now presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to win another $100, no questions asked, at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sky Ray Show, once again going solo for this pod. It is currently Saturday, November 12th, and there's one matchup to go through. It is officially time for the final in the next-gen ATP Finals in Milan. We ended up doing an episode before the tournament started, gave out some outrights both for the individual groups as well as for the overall tournament outright, and we'll get to those in a second. Uh, starting off with the actual lock and dog from the last episode, we ended up doing pretty well. We gave out a plus money play in the lock and the dog, so I can't exactly tell or remember which one was which. But we ended up having Nakashima to win in straight sets in his first matchup there against Arnaldi. That did not work out. That actually went five sets. Bit of a war there, which was a bit shocking. But either way, Nakashima got it done. Bowie did end up having Musetti to win in straight sets against Sang, and he dominated. He won in straight sets. So picked up some profit there, splitting the lock and dog with both of them being in plus money. I think we made around 20 cents there, 25 cents, if you're just going to get the plus 125 odds or so. But either way, point is, we had a pretty good overall episode for the lock and dog. And then we ended up having a very, very good outright session because you can't really do much better than that. We gave out an outright for the tournament, and we still have our guy in it. Uh, if you didn't realize, Nakashima's playing against Laheka in the finals, we gave out Nakashima. At plus two fifty, and then we also had a clean sweep for the individual groups. It was similar to the quarter bets, but it was a round robin event, so it's technically a group out, right? But we had Nakashima to win his group at minus one eighty five. I'm not going to celebrate too hard for it. We laid chalk, but it worked out as he won all three matches, and he ended up winning the group. And then you had the red group with Stricker, uh, with Draper. With Musetti and Sang. Musetti with the home crowd in Italy was the favorite at around plus 105. Draper was second. And then you had Stricker at 5 to 1. And Sang was like 10 to 1 or 12 to 1. I don't even remember. But we eliminated Sang. We thought he had no chance and he got swept. He didn't win a match. And we ended up taking a long shot. We went with Stricker at 5 to 1. We thought that his serving would really help him in these abridged sets. And we thought he would do well in tie breaks. And that's exactly what happened. He won the group. So we cashed a minus 185 outright. We cashed a five to one outright. We also had Stricker to win the tournament a 10 to one. Unfortunately, he lost in four sets to Laheka yesterday, but still gave it a nice run. And no matter what happens in the final, we cashed a pretty Huge outright there at five to one. So I'm satisfied no matter what, but I am a bit greedy. I do want that plus 250 outright for the overall tournament with Nakashima. But Stricker, we thought would dominate in breakers, and that's exactly what happened. He ended up going to three tie breaks against Draper, won them all went to five tie breaks against Musetti, won three of them. So we thought it'd be a tie break fest, and he won six of the eight breakers against the top two guys in the group, and that's all we needed. So Stricker played the matches exactly the way we thought he would, and it worked out to our favor. And on the other side, you had Nakashima, who besides having a five-set war against Arnaldi, really settled in after that, didn't drop a set for the rest of the group stage, and then ended up beating Draper in four yesterday. It was almost going to five. I know he was down in the fourth set breaker, came back and won in four. But my overall takeaways briefly, uh, nothing really surprised me about this event. Laheka being in the final was surprising, but with his group being Nakashima, Laheka, Pizarro, and Arnaldi. I thought LaHekka would get into the semis. I didn't think he'd beat Draper. That was kind of the surprise there. I kind of tossed LaHekka aside because I didn't think he'd be good enough to beat the likes of Nakashima or Draper or maybe even Musetti. I was a bit wrong there because he's in the final and he ended up beating Draper in a... Sorry, he actually didn't. He beat Stricker. Sorry, I misspoke. He did not beat Draper. Uh, Laheka's had a very easy path up to this point. Uh, I don't know why. I thought he beat Draper, but he did not. Laheka to go through his level of competition, it's a lot... Easier in terms of strength of schedule than Nakashima to get to this point. He beat Pizarro. He lost to Nakashima in straight sets. He got buried. Then beat Arnaldi. Then beat Stricker in four sets. So I accidentally misspoke. You had Nakashima beating Draper. But the point is Laheka has really not faced anybody. And the one guy worth a damn he faced, he got killed by Nakashima. Stricker, I like, and I'm not going to totally toss him aside because he did us a solid and won a 5-1 to bet. But I do think at the end of the day, Stricker is still extremely, I'd say, raw as a talent. He has yet to really make a huge run in any ATP event. He's not even in the top 100. So if the best win you're going to have in this overall event is arguably beating a guy in the 110s, I'm not exactly impressed by your overall run. Now, of course, it's not his fault. He got to play whoever was in front of him, took care of business. But we've seen him against Nakashima once, and now we get to see it again. The question is, is he going to put together a better effort, or is Nakashima just that much better than him? Remains to be seen. I think it'll be a lot more competitive in the first match, but I'm still a little bit on the fence if laka has a true shot of winning. Either way, though, uh, once again, for the outrights, though, ended up cashing both groups, and we do have a plus- 250 remaining with uh, Nakashima. But to go through the actual match preview, we are going to go into that. Before we actually do that, going to take a quick word from our sponsor. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time during Winbet win hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on Winbet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at Winbet from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. Winbet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer, bet $100, and win $100 for no questions asked. There's so much to choose from, all you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer something to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where Playthrough Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 Zero zero. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Just finished recapping our very profitable episode before the tournament in the ATP uh Next Gen Final in Milan. But to get into the actual match here, you have a rematch from the group stage. You have Laheka taking on Nakashima. Nakashima, pretty decent favorite here, minus two eighty. Uh, for the actual spread, it's minus three and a half games at minus 110, and if you want to go through the total, over-under is at either 23 and a half at minus 105 on the over, minus 115 for the under, or you can take an alternative and get 22 and a half. the over is minus 135, and the under is plus 105, so... Nakashima is a big favorite. Should he be? Yes. He won in straight sets in the group stage, so he has to look very comfortable against Laheka in the past. But I do think Laheka could be a bit dangerous here. Nakashima's had a couple of scary sets in there or matches. He should have won five against Draper, ended up going five against Arnaldi. You can argue that he was a bit rusty against Arnaldi because he hadn't played in a bit, and he was against an Italian, so he just had a tough match there, but still got through. Laheka, I think, is a pretty good player. I think there are levels, though. I don't think Laheka has many weapons to actually overwhelm Nagashima. And I think that's going to be the story of this overall match. Stricker is a good server. The problem is that when he only has two aces against Laheka, I don't exactly trust the rest of his game. And the second serve was atrocious for Stricker, as Laheka ended up winning 60% of Stricker's uh, second serve points. So that was really the story of the match. Uh, not really many break points for both guys. And that's really where I think Nakashima can separate himself because in the first matchup, both guys had opportunities Nagashima did get broken twice. He did face six break points. However, Laheka faced 10 break points and got broken four times. Once again, it was three sets. So both guys were involved in the opponent service games, but Nagashima broke through a bit more and he applied more pressure. And that was really the story of the match itself. But I do think at the end of the day, Nagashima deserves to be favored. Once again, it will be the first of four games in a set. Four threes, the maximum score in a set that's the tie break. And you, of course, have three out of five. So the totals factoring that in, the first matchup went well under. First matchup ended up landing 18 because you had a 4-1, a 4-2, and a 4-3 in there. And it was really just one-way traffic. The question is: do I think Laheka can either A win a set? He basically needs well, he needs to win a set, because it's 22 and a half. So he has to win a set. And you're kind of hoping he doesn't get absolutely steamrolled 4-1 or Maybe even a 4-0 if he has a really bad set. You can't have that happen if you want the over. Do I think Laheka can win a set? Yes, I think he can. Now, do I think he's going to win a set comfortably? That I don't know. I can see him winning a set in a breaker, maybe a 4-2. I don't think he's going to steamroll at any point. I think you'll end up seeing Nakashima hang in there. He's too consistent, and I do think LaHeka's strokes can be exploited because of some unforced error tendencies on occasion. But I do think if you're looking at this overall match, Nakashima at three and a half, the games, it feels right to me. Like, if Laheko wins a set 4-2, do I think Nakashima has a realistic shot of covering? I guess the argument's yes, because if he wins every other set 4-2, then he still covers by a hook. I think you're going to get at least one breaker in here. I think you're going to end up seeing a bit of a longer set, at least one of them in here. So I think I'm actually going to lean to the over. I think heck is going to put together a better effort than he did in the group stage. If you compare the serving numbers from that match to the other matches, it seemed like he had just a rough day at the office serving. I think he should do better when it comes to serving in this matchup. So I'm actually going to lean to the over. I think it probably ends up going four. But I do think Nakashima will win the match. So I can take Laheka on the money line. If you want to hedge out of the plus 250 we gave out pre torn on the outright, go nuts, and you make a guaranteed unit and change of profit. But still, I do think Nakashima will probably win this match in four. And I think Laheka might have a moment or two, but Nakashima will eventually wear him down with consistency. Uh, besides that, though, looking at some props, you do have double fault props or breaks of serve props and aces props, actually. So the aces prop... You have 13 and a half over or under for the total uh, number of aces combined. Five and a half is Leheka's number and seven and a half is the number for Nakashima. First glance, I would lean towards the, oh, where do I want to go with this one for the aces? I feel like these numbers are pretty sharp. I'm expecting four sets, so I do think it'll have more service games for each player. So I guess I'm kind of leaning to the over because of it. I don't feel great about it, though. For the breaks of serve, I think I have to like Laheka breaking Nakashima's serve at least twice. It's plus 135, and he did break him twice in the first meeting, once again in straight sets. He did have six break points, so he had a lot of opportunities in there. And I do think if you want to talk about some value, Laheka could end up breaking twice. Nakashima's a decent server, not amazing. I'd say he's slightly above average, but nothing insanely worth talking about. So I think plus 135 might be worth a shot there especially if you have four sets so you have a decent amount of service games where Laheka could break through so i would link to the over one and a half there i don't mind the over three and a half uh, breaks of serve combined between both players you ended up having uh, six in a three set match earlier i think you'll probably see somewhere north of four in this matchup maybe five i said four sets again so you could end up seeing a couple of breaks per actual set But I'm going to go with the over there for the breaks of serve. I think you'll end up seeing a decent amount of opportunities for both guys to get into the opponent service games. And I think they'll break through on occasion. Uh, Besides that, though, double faults, I really don't have much here. Uh, For Laheka, I would lean to the under two and a half. He had three against Nakashima, he's had less than two in every other match in this event. So it seems like he just had a really bad day at the office serving. And I do think he'll end up performing better, especially with with the double fault count. And I think that should work in his favor. He's and he's he's had one double fault in his last two matches combined. And I do think that's good enough to showcase that Laheka can at least get the second serve in. So I do think you'll end up seeing like a double faults go under this two and a half at minus 145. Once again, though, I said it was going to be a short episode because uh, we only have one match to go through and it's tough to evaluate the totals and everything because it's a very rare format of first to four in an actual set best of five for the overall set. So it's a really weird format. It's the only tournament that does this during the course of the year. So it's kind of tricky to find all the value plays with the spread and the total, but either way, they're going to talk about my favorite plays in the lock dog and prop segment. But before we actually get into that, I to have another quick word from our sponsor. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the degen in your life. I personally like the Let It Ride Christmas sweater. If you're going to hear a bunch of Christmas music and you know people are already looking forward to it, might as well prepare for the Christmas parties you're going to have by getting a sweatshirt early. And the Let It Ride sweatshirt, I do think, is a very nice piece to add to your collection. Plus, from now on, until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off while using the promo code DALLASSUCKS, in all capitals, that store promo code Dallas sucks. Welcome back, everyone, to the tennis gambling podcast. Just finished breaking down the H- ATP Next Gen Finals final match between Laheka and Nakashima. Now it's time to get into the actual lock, dog, and prop segment. So I'm gonna give out two props in this one. I thought about Laheka under 11 and a half uh, for personal games at minus 120. I thought about it, but I do think you'll end up seeing. Heka maybe surprise some people in this match. I think you could see maybe a breaker or two. I think Leheka might break through for an actual set here. But I'm trying to think if I want it as my lock, actually, because I'm really on the fence here. I like the play. Even if Laheka wins a set, and let's just say he loses in a breaker, that's seven games. So if he ends up losing, uh, let's just say 4-3-2-2, Then he finishes with 11 and he goes under. So I actually do like that play. I think I'm going to take it as my lock. I might give out a bonus lock, but either way, I'll give out under 11.5 and minus 120 for the personal team total number on Laheka games. I think he'll probably win closer to 10. He got steamrolled in the first matchup. I think he'll probably end up struggling in this one. But if it goes four or three, he'll go under in my eyes. So give me the under 11.5 personal games there for La Now, moving on for the dog, the issue is I really don't have a lot of great dog opportunities. It's kind of got to contradict itself because I mentioned La breaks of serve at plus 135 on the over one and a half, but I just mentioned how he might go under as a lock. So do I think he's going to do it? I like the over three and a half overall breaks at minus 115, but that's not really a dog. I, have a, I had a hard time finding a dog for this overall matchup. So I do think if I'm looking at it, I will end up going with the over one and a half breaks for Laheka. He had a lot of opportunities against Nakashima. He did end up breaking him two times despite having six break point chances. So it sounds a bit contradictory, and there is still a chance that you can win both because Laheka's is not guaranteed to break serve a lot either. Or is not a guarantee to hold serve a lot either. So I'll go with that as my dog. I really didn't have any choices. So give me a Laheka over one and a half breaks of serve against Nakashima at plus 135. My bonus lock, though, will be the over three and a half overall breaks of serve, both players combined. I think you'll get at least four breaks total in this match. I think it might go four sets, but both players combined for 16 break points in the three-setter in the group stage. So I know both guys can return well. They can get into the opponent service games, and I do think three-and-a-half is a little bit too low. So I will take the over three-and-a-half there combined breaks of serve, and that will be my bonus lock. And for the prop... Actually, no, I don't even need a bonus. I don't even need it. I forgot. I I, I already have the prop there. So uh, just to actually organize this a bit better, my lock's going to be Laheka under 11-and-a-half... Uh, games personally for a team total at minus 120. My dog will be Laheka over one and a half breaks of serve when he's returning as Nakashima at plus 135. And my prop will be the over three and a half total breaks of serve, both players combined at minus 115. But hopefully Nakashima wins. That'll cash us another plus 250. So knock on wood there, fingers crossed. But until next time, you can find me on Twitter at Rice show Radio. Besides that, still doing the NBA Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast several times a week. Doing this show, obviously. We'll do another episode probably on Sunday, I want to say, for the actual ATP Finals. It's going to be the last event of the year for the ATP, so might as well cover it. We're obviously going to cover it. Might have a guest on for an episode or two, so stay tuned for that. But until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.